Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Hagiga has been dedicated in memory of Hacham Raful Muhaddeb Ben Garaz and Marie Muhaddeb Bat Jamile. Ruah Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Elion Amen. Dedicated by Dr. Isaac and Lily Mahadev Hashem Ishmirim Vahayim Amen. Daf Yud Zayim. Today's Daf is being studied the Alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruah Hashem Tanihanu Began Eden Amen. Today's Daf is being studied the Alun Shmat Amiruham Chenifta Bikasuri Amin Vishanim Azra Ben Tuni Mazal. Ruah Hashem Tanihanu Began Eden Vatin Shmatos Trurab Besorah Hayim Amen. Today's Daf is being studied the Fuah Shilema Bergalit Bat Mazal. <laughs> we begin today's daf on Yud Zayin Amud Lishon and we start on the second line right at the Mishnah. Bet Shammai Omrim. It's a machloket between Bet Shammai Bet Hillel that we're familiar with. Bet Shammai Omrim. Mevi'in shelamim ve'en sumchim alehem. The Shammai says two things. Number one, on Yom Tov, it is permissible to bring Korban Shalamim. The reason being is because the Pasuk says, And he's doresh from the word Lachem, that on Yom Tov you're allowed to do things of Ochem Nefesh that you can benefit from. <coughs> and since the owners eat from the Korban Shalamim, so they're allowed to bring it on Yom Tov. But one is not allowed to make Semicha, like we learned in the previous Mishnah, but Shammai was of the opinion. That semicha is asur mit rabbanan to do on Yom Tov. So if one day you make semicha on the animal, according to Bet Shammai, make it before the holiday, because Bet Shammai holds you don't have to do the semicha immediately before the shechita. You can do the semicha beforehand. He doesn't hold of techef the semicha shechita. So therefore, the semicha is done before Yom Tov. Aval lo olot, but Bet Shammai says one cannot bring olot. Why? Because olot, it's all legavah. It's all tarkalos baruchu. So there's no eating from it, and therefore there's no heter to bring him. says you do everything. You can bring olot, and you can make semicha like we learned in the previous Mishnah. Betelot does not go there <coughs> against the semicha. And therefore, he holds you can bring, or again, shalamim and olot. Now it should be pointed out that even according to Bet Shammai, he does hold that one is allowed to bring on Yom Tov the... Korban Tamid, which is an Ola, Tamid Shoshan, Tamid Shoshan, Arbaim. Because regarding those Korban, uh, it says in the Pasuk, Bimu'ado, you have to bring it in its time. There's no makeup on those Korbanot. So therefore, according to Bet Shema, you're allowed to bring Ola Tamid Shoshan and Ola Tamid Shoshan, Arbaim. You cannot bring Simicha. No, they did not make Simicha on them. They made Simicha beforehand. But the point is, uh, <coughs> regular Ola Tri'iyah and Hagiga, or, or was not brought on uh, Yom Tov according to Bet Shammai. Hagiga, yes, actually. Seemingly, we'll see. Seemingly, Hagiga should be yes, because you can eat from it. But Olat uh, no, because you don't eat from it. Atzeret shehaliyot be'ayrib Shabbat. Okay, Shavuot. Falls out on a Friday. Bet Shammai umrim, Yom Tebawah achara Shabbat. The day of slaughtering its korbanot is going to be on Sunday, after Shabbat. Because again, on Yom Tov... You cannot bring the korbanot. You cannot bring the olat re'iyah on Shavuot. Now she says, as well, as you cannot bring the hagigah. Hagigah cannot be brought on that Friday as well. 
And therefore, one of the Qurban are not going to be bought. Shabbat, they can't be bought either. So the first day you can bring them is on Sunday. <coughs> Tosfot takes Rashid to task over here a little, because Rashid says, Hagigah. Why is the Hagigah pushed up to Sunday? The Chaurah Hagigah should be able to be brought on Friday. There's Akhila from the Hagigah. So Tosfot then brings the Yerushalmi and says, even the Hagigah, according to Bet Shammai, cannot be brought on Yom Tov. The only thing that can be brought on Yom Tov is the Shalamim of Simha, Shalmeh Simha. But Hagigah, even though there's eating, but that's, it says, Even though there's eating by the Qurban Hagigah, it's still considered Lashem. And therefore, cannot be brought on the holiday. So therefore, on Shavuot, the falls on a Friday, Hagigah is not brought on Friday. Olat Riyah is not brought on Friday. So what's brought? What's brought? Nothing. When they bring the Qurban, they can bring it on Shabbat, so they bring it on Sunday. That's the first day that they're able to bring it. So it comes out, we see that Shavuot has makeup. Because even though Sunday is not Shavuot, Sunday is regular Chol. And Betelel says, no. Yom Tebowah, the day of storming, is not on Sunday. Do it on Friday. Because according to Betelel, you're allowed to bring Hagigah on Yom Tov, and you're allowed to bring Olatri on Yom Tov. So therefore, there's no day of storming on Sunday. But Betelel agrees that if Shavuot fell out on Shabbat, Shiyom Tebowah, Achala Shabbat. So then the day of slaughter is going to be on Sunday. Because even according to Bet Hillel, you cannot bring Korbanot, Olat Re'iyah and Chagigah on Shabbat. Now on that Sunday, <coughs> that they're going to bring the makeup Korbanot for Shavuot. It says the Kohen Gadol is not going to wear his clothes. So what does that mean? So that she learns that it was customary that on, let's say, Yom Tebawah, on, or on the holiday I'll say, the Kohen Gadol would wear fancy holiday clothes. It's not talking about his big day keuna. It means in the street. When he would walk back and forth to the Beit HaMikdash, he'd wear a special suit, Lechbod, Yom Tov. So the Mishnah is saying over here, on that Sunday, <coughs> it's really not Shavuot. It's the day of the makeup. The Kohen should not wear his finery. He should not wear his fine clothes. And for that matter, Umutarim Behesped Ubtalit. And on that day, that Sunday, even though they bring the Qurbanot, it's permissible to eulogize, and it's permissible to fest. In order not to give credence to the opinions of the Tzidukim that said, Shavuot always falls out on Sunday. Because according to the Tzidukim, they would always count <coughs> the Omer, right, on Sunday. They would start counting the Omer. So Shavuot would be 50 days later on a Sunday. And therefore... We don't want to give... Now, now, now we're celebrating Shavuot on a Sunday, technically, now. Because it came out on a Friday, or it came out on a Shabbat, but the Qurban are being brought on Sunday. So we don't want to give any credence that this is Shavuot today, like the Tzidukim. So therefore, Hesped is permissible, Tanit is permissible, and the Kohen Gadol, Koytarashi, we tell him, don't wear your fancy holiday clothes. Tosfot has a question on Nashi's interpretation over here. Tosfot asks, what do you mean don't wear fancy holiday clothes? Why then, why then only the Kohen Gadol? It should say nobody should wear their fancy holiday clothes to, to, not to give credence to the tzedukim. Why do they only put the salakat to the Kohen Gadol? And secondly, he says, from the language of the Mishnah, it says, Ain Kohen Gadol metabesh bekelav. Kelav is mashma bigde keuna. So therefore, Tosfot learns the, uh, a different explanation. Normally, whenever the Kohen Gadol would want to serve in the Beit HaMikdash, like we know the Masih he has rights before anybody. Which is, if he wants to bring the Qurban uh, on any given day, he could uh, go to the front of the line, so to speak, and bring the Qurban. Now, when he brings the Qurban, he wears his eight begadim. The Qurban always wears the eight garments. So the Hiddush is, 
on Yom Teboah, when the Shavuot Korban is delayed to Sunday, we don't let the Kohen Gadol serve with his eight clothes. Meaning, we don't want to make a special big to-do out of it to let the Kohen Gadol serve on that day. So we only let a regular Kohen Gadol serve with his four garments. So it's in Kohen Gadol, uh, which means we don't let the Kohen Gadol serve in his eight garments, even though he can't technically, because we don't want to do anything that's going to be uh, uh, special, because we don't want to give credence, so the Siddiquim will say, oh, you see, they're celebrating uh, Shavuot today, and, uh, the Kohen Gadol has uh, eight garments on, and they're bringing uh, the Korbanot, so therefore, to Mahloket, the Ashi and Tosfot, what does it mean, the Kelam of the Kohen Gadol? Is it his personal Kelim? Meaning his nice suit for the holiday, or is it talking about the big day going have the eight clothes of the Kohen Gadol? And it's really saying that we don't let the Kohen Gadol bring the Kohen on that day, he's bringing a clad of Kohen and Jod. Okay, question. How do we know <coughs> that Shavuot has seven days makeup? If you didn't bring the Kurbanot on the first day, you can bring the Kurbanot seven days. So the Gemara says we connect, we compare Haga Shavuot to Haga Matzot. Just like Haga Matzot, you have seven day makeup. So to Shavuot, you have a makeup for seven days. Well, already, if you're comparing it, compare it to Sukkot, because Sukkot is also not Pasuk. And I'll say, Sukkot, you have an eight day makeup. So, who told you to compare it to Pesach and only give you a seven day makeup? Maybe compare it to, 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 to Sukkot, you have an eight day makeup. So the Gemara says, No, Shemini, Regel, Because even Sukkot is only seven days. Because Shemini Atzeret is considered a holiday on its own. And therefore, at this point, the Gemara, the Gemara is assuming that you cannot make up the Qurban of the first day of Sukkot on the eighth day. The eighth day is a separate holiday. So it's also seven days. Gemara says, no, sir. Imur de Amni Shemini Regal of When do we say that Shemini Atzeret is a holiday on its own? Hani Mile Le'anyan Pazer Kashif. That's only regarding six things. We'll see what these six things are in a moment. Aval Le'anyan Tashtumin, Tashtumin Drishonu. But regarding Tashtumin, Halakha says that you can bring the Qurban. If you didn't bring it on the first day of Sukkot, it is subject to Tashtumin, you can bring it on the eighth day. Which means it's not considered a separate holiday regarding Tashtumin. So technically on Sukkot, you do have a makeup of eight days. Whoever did not bring the Hagigah or the Qurban on the first day of the holiday, you can bring it to all holiday. Including the last day. Oh, so now we're back to the question. Why did you learn from Hagab Matzot to tell me you have to make up seven days for Shavuot? Why don't you learn from Sukkot to teach you have eight days? So the Gemara answers, Tafasta Merubalo Tafasta, Tafasta Mu'at Tafasta. Which means, literally, if you grab a lot, you didn't grab. If you grab a little, you grab. Which means, we have a choice now to learn <coughs> either seven days or eight days. Now we don't know. can't be both. So we don't know exactly which did I shot to take. Now, if you take eight, and you were supposed to take seven, so you took more than you were supposed to. So when you take more, it could be, uh, you're wrong. But if it was eight, and I took seven, so I took, 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 I took,
insurance. So therefore, whatever have a derasha, which is more or less, take the less, so for sure you can't go wrong. Because even if you were supposed to take the more, at least in the less, it's included. So therefore, the Gabbara says, I'm Doresh, Haga Shavuot, Haga Basot, tell me it's only a seven day makeup. Oh, but the Gabbara did tell us that you can make up the Tashlumin of the first day of Sukkot on Shemini Atzeret. That's a very important halacha. So you have eight days technically of Tashlumin. Oh, so then what did you mean Shemini Atzeret is called Regid Bifna Atzmo? It's a holiday on its own. Regarding six things, it's Regid Bifna Atzmo. And the way to remember the six things, the Gemara gives a mnemonic, Pazer Keshev. So let's go one, one at a time. Pe. Pe is pious. Pious literally means a lottery. So let's explain. On the holiday of Sukkot, <coughs> there was many korbanot that were brought. There was uh, every day 14 kevasim alone brought. Every day there was parim brought. Starting with 13 parim and then going... 12, 11, and going down. And then you had, of course, an ayil and um, uh, other korbanot uh, as well. Now, regarding those holidays, <coughs> you had elim shenayim. That's what you had, two elim. So now, who brings these korbanot on Sukkot? They would make a lottery. All the 24 mishmarot would go and uh, start in a um, cycle. Every day, another mishmar would bring uh, another korban, so they would keep on going around the cycle. That was the it was uh, it was um, a rotation basically. They would start with mishmar number one, so mishmar number one would bring one part, and then the next part, and the next one, and the next one. They would go around uh, the cycle, so every mishmar would actually serve on Sukkot two times, or even some would serve even three times. Now that being said. On Shemini, I'd say that they would only bring parehad, one part. The Hagija split one part amongst 24 Mishmarot. So what, what would they do on Shemini, I'd say that? A pious, a lottery. So that's the pair that we're saying. It's a regular of small that it doesn't continue the rotation of Sukkot. Jesus, the next Mishmar up doesn't bring the parehad on Shemini, I'd say that. No, it's a new game. And Shemini Atzeret, they make a pious lottery to decide which Mishmar is going to bring that parehad. Then you have Zayin. Bazir. <coughs> Zayin. Zayin is Zeman. What is Zeman? Shehayanu. As we know, we say Shehayanu in the uh, Kiddush of Shemini Atzeret, because it's a regal of Ne'atzmo. What's the Resh? Resh would be Regal. Meaning, we call it Shemini Atzeret. Meaning uh, in the Amidah or in the Birkat Amazon, we don't call it Sukkot anymore. It's called the Regal. It's called Shemini Hagatir. That's a different name. So that's Regal. Kashev is Kof. Kof is Korban. <coughs> so Korban, we said that every day of Sukkot, the Parim go down. You start with 13, you go all the way down. On Shemini Atzeret, it's its own Korban. Par. Parehad. So therefore, the Korban of Shemini Atzeret is separate. Kashev, Shin, that's the Shir. Uh, the song that they would sing at the time that they would bring the Kurbanot, every day there was a different Shir. And on Sukkot it would follow a certain uh, rotation of song. Mm-hmm. However, on uh, Shemini said it has its own song. <coughs> and then you have Bet, Bet is Beracha. 
What does Beracha mean? On the last day of Shemniyat Sedet, there was a special Beracha called Birkat Melech. The olden days when the Jewish people went to build the Beit Hamikdash, so Shlomo Melech, uh, they celebrated for seven days, and then on the eighth day, which was Shemniyat Sedet, Shlomo Melech told the people to go home, go back to their homes. At that point, the people blessed the king. So it was called Birkat Melech. So therefore, every year to commemorate that event, the people would make a special Beracha and Shemini Atzeret called Birkat Melech. So that's bit. So let's review now the six things. Bazer Kasheb. Pe is pious. That's the special lottery. Two's going to bring the Korban. Zayin is man that's Shehayana. Resh, Regal of Nath, one that has a special name. Shemini Hagatzeret. Kasheb. Kof is the Korban is Parehad. That doesn't follow the same rotation of the Korban of Sukkot. Sheen is Shir, the special song they sang at the time of the Qurban. And Bet is Berakha. That's the Berakha they sang at the time of the um, Qurban. I'm sorry, that's the Berakha that they gave the Melech, the king. Okay. Just to say one interpretation of the Tosafot, Rabbeinu Hananel learned that when it says Regel, Regel doesn't mean that we call it a special holiday, but it's a Regel, the laws of mourning. If you remember, we learned the Masik and Mu'ad Katan. If somebody passes away, uh, <coughs> let's say before Sukkot. So therefore, by Shemini said it already, he'll have 21 days under his belt for the Avelut. How? Because right before the holiday, already the holiday breaks to seven. So therefore, that's seven. Sukkot is seven days itself. That's 14. And Shemini said it is a regular Mufna'at's more. That's considered another seven. And therefore, already, wow. he's holding by 21 days. So therefore, when he says regel, the law of Abilut, that's an alternate way of learning uh, regel. Okay, in any event, that's the first source that we're learning. How do we know this Tashlamin for Shavuot? It's learned from Pesach, not from Sukkot, because Sukkot has eight days technically. Uh, even though Shemini is a regel, if not small, that's only regarding the six items we just mentioned, but not legabeh tashlumin. And therefore, we have the rule of tafasta miruba lo tafasta. Comes Gebran says, "Ela lemayil chita katva rachmana lehagasukot." So why is hagasukot mentioned in that pasuk? If we're only comparing Shavuot to Pesach, then what's the purpose of writing hagasukot in that pasuk? What's what's hagasukot being compared to? So Gebran says, "La kushir hagamatzot." We're comparing sukot in that pasuk to hagamatzot. Ma hagamatzot taunina. Oh, we have a special law. The law was as follows. If a person brought a <coughs> korban, let's say on Pesach, on the first day of Yom Tov of Pesach, Halakha says he has to sleep over that night in Yerushalayim. So you cannot leave uh, Yom Tov and go back home. On the day you brought a korban, you have to sleep over that night. And they learned that from Pesukim. So therefore, on Pesach, we learn halakha like that. So the Hadush is, once we say it by Pesach, we're going to say it by Sukkot as well. So the Gemara says, How do we know by Pesach? There's a law of Dina that you have to sleep over. And you'll turn in the morning, and you'll go back home, you'll go back to your tents. Now which morning? It cannot be referring to the morning of Yom Tov, because you're not to travel on Yom Tov. Because on Yom Tov, there's certain laws of Tum. You're not allowed to travel out of the borders. So therefore when it says, Ufanita means the first day of Cholamu'ed, you're going to go home. That means you slept over Motzei Yom Tov in Yerushalayim. 
So you can you sleep over Motzei Yom Tov. Yom Tov is on a Monday. That means you sleep over Monday night. Then it says Ufanita Babok. That's the first day of Cholam That's Tuesday morning. Balachta lo alech. And she says Shehu Cholam Oed. The Ilu be Yom Tov. Tehomin Asur. Right? Because it was Yom Tov. Obviously, guys, not going to be allowed to travel because he has the problem of Tehomin. Now there is a question of it raised by the Tosafot. Tosafot says. What do you mean, lina is specific to the holiday? We have a standing rule that any time a person brings a korban, he has to sleep in Yerushalayim, he has to stay overnight. So what are you making this as a uh, special law of the holidays? So Tosfor points out, no, this is a deen of the holidays, which is even in a case where, let's say, he didn't bring a korban on the first day. For whatever reason. Let's say he didn't have to bring any korbanot because of uh, he had a lot of meat for eating already uh, for the holiday. Even if he didn't bring a kurban per se on the first day, he still has to sleep over Yom Tov. So this is a deen in the holiday. And therefore, the Hadush over here is that just like on Pesach, he has to sleep over Motzei Yom Tov, Rishon, and he cannot go back that night and stay till the next morning. So to on Sukkot uh, as well. So therefore, now we have two derashote. We're comparing Shavuot to Pesach, Ve'enyan Tashlumin. Just like Pesach, seven day Tashlumin, Shavuot has seven day Tashlumin. And we're comparing Sukkot to Pesach. That just like Pesach has the law of Lina, so too uh, uh, Sukkot also has the law of Lina. Comes the Gemara and says, Tanan, we learned Tanan Mishnah. I'd say the child, you ought to Shabbat. Shavuot falls out on Friday. Bet Shavuot, Yom Tevoa, Hara Shabbat. Yom Tevoa means a day of slaughtering. According to Bet Shammai, when's the day of slaughtering? Sunday. You can't bring the Korban on a Friday. Shem Tov. Which Korban can't you bring? Hagiga and Olat Le'iyah. Can't bring it Shabbat either. So when do you bring it? Sunday. Bet language was, there is no day of slaughtering. Meaning, you bring it on Friday. You bring it on Shavuot itself. Because Bet says you can bring the Ola and the Hagiga. You bring it Friday in the, whatever, in the morning. It's jumped off. You're allowed to bring this Korban. You don't have to wait till Sunday. Again, the, the makeup day is called Yom Tebawah. The day of slaughtering. So, Betanel's words were, En la Yom Tebawah. So, the Gemara says, My love, En la Yom Tebawah. Klal. It's possible for Betanel's language, there's no Yom Tebawah at all. Meaning, there's no Tashlumi Bichlal. It sounds like Betanel's saying, Shavuot, you only get one day to bring it. From the fact that this is in, in la yom tebaah means there is no makeup for Shavuot. We just said you have a seven day makeup. But from the language of the Mishnah, it's mashma. In la yom tebaah meaning there's no makeup. Kabbalah okay, says no. No, don't read it like that. Explain it like this. She'ena sirikha yom tebaah. It doesn't need a yom tebaah. Of course, if, if a guy missed it on Friday, he has a seven day makeup. The point of Betelil is you don't need a makeup in that day because you can bring it on the day itself. Umaykabash <coughs> ma'alan. And which Tadus of Betelil? Temekarbinam beyome? Which Tadus? He can bring the Korbanot on Shavuot. Ha if neguba hadazimna. We learned that already in the Mishnah. Ditnan, Bet Shemai omrim mivim shlamim ven subchim alehim, aval lo alot. Bet Shemai says you cannot bring alot on holiday, but you can bring shlamim. Betelil omrim mivim shlamim ven alot ven subchim alehim. Which means already we learned in the Mishnah, Betelil told us already. On Yom Tov, you're allowed to bring shlamim and alot. So what do I need him to tell me the second case of the Mishnah by Shavuot? And if Shavuot falls out on Friday, you can bring the Kurot on Friday. Isn't that redundant? Didn't you just tell me, on Yom Tov, you can bring Olot and Shalamim? 
why then do you have to tell me in a case where Shavuot falls on a Friday, but you bring the Qurban on Friday? What do you mean? That, that, that's the case. That's the case of Yom Tov, where you bring the Qurban on. What do you have to tell me the case of Shavuot on Friday, if already you told me the deen of Shalamim and Odot are brought on Yom Tov? Yeah. <coughs> so give us a Sirikha. I need both cases. Why? If you gave me a regular case, in the first case of Mishnah, well, let's say the holiday fell out during the week. Not on a Friday, let's say the holiday fell out on a Tuesday. I would say, I would say maybe in that case, Shammai says, don't bring the Olot and the Hagiga on the, that day, on Tuesday, because you can bring it tomorrow, bring it on Wednesday. However, Aval, but in the case of Shavuot falling out on a Friday, well, you can't bring it the next day. Because the next day is Shabbat, I might have thought that Shabbat would agree to bring it, to bring it on Friday. So therefore, there's a Hadush in that case. Understand? Which means, I, we have two cases. We have a regular case where the holiday falls out on a Tuesday, let's say, on a regular day. <coughs> Bet Shabbat says, do not bring the Quran on that day, bring it the next day. Then we have the next case, Shabbat falls out on a Friday. Bet Shabbat says, bring the Quran on Sunday. I bet let's bring it on that day itself. So it's a redundant case. So he says, no, we need both cases. Because if you only told me the first case, I would say in the first case, where the holiday falls out during the week, in that case, but Jemai says, bring the Qurbanot the next day, because you can bring it the next day. You're only pushing it off one day. But maybe when Shemot falls out on a Friday, he'll tell me, bring it on Friday, because you can't bring it the next day. And once, because you can't bring it on Shabbat, so now maybe I'll say, but Shemot will argue and say, you know what? Don't bring it on uh, Sunday, because already once you're pushing it off, you might become a Poshaya. And once already you tell the guy, tomorrow don't bring it, then the guy's going to fall out, he's not going to bring it at all. So maybe Bet Shammai will agree when Shammai was on the front, he can bring it on that day. That's why the second case has to be written to tell me, no, that even when you're pushing it off two days, Bet Shammai says push it off. Now we go the other way. If you only told me the Shavuot case, which means if you told me the Shavuot case, that what falls on a Friday... So I would say like this, I would say in that case, Betelel said, bring it on Friday because you can't bring it on Shabbat. And therefore we don't want to push it off two days because you might come to be Poseya, you might not bring it. But I say in the first case, where the, the holiday fell out during the week, I would say maybe he agrees to Betelel, so you can bring it the next day, bring it the next day. Sirika, that's what I tell you. The first case that even when it falls out during the week, Betelel is going to say, you don't bring it the next day, you bring it on that day itself. So therefore, you need both cases to teach your Hadush according to Bet Shammai and according to Betelel. Again, according to Bet Shammai, the Hadush is what? That not only in a case where, let's say, you could bring it the next day, does Bet Shammai say push it off? But even if you can't bring it the next day, we have to push it off two days, Bet Shammai says push it off. And the Hadush of Betelel is that not only in a case where uh, you can't push it off two days, he says bring it on Shavuot day itself because you have a two day gap. So then he says, but even in a case where you can bring it the next day, still Betelel says bring it on Yom Tov itself. Do not push it off. And that's why we need the Slikut. That's why we need both cases. Comes again when I continue. Somebody did not celebrate. He did not bring the Qurbanot on the seven days of Pesach. Or let's say he didn't bring the Qurbanot on the eight days of the holiday. Or he didn't bring the Qurbanot on the first day of Shavuot. Finish. He cannot bring any more Qurban. The time is up. So what do you see from over here? It's seven days for Pesach, eight days for Sukkot, one day for Shavuot. 
Doesn't it say the pasuk shavua shavuot is poor lach? So therefore, you forgot that you don't count uh, weeks. So therefore, once already you, you, you have a unit of measure of weeks. So therefore, since you're counting weeks, I guess I'd have a week tashlumin uh, as well. So therefore, you don't only count days. How do we know it's mitzvah to count days? Dichtiv to spiru hamishim yom. Umitzvah lemimne shavuot. It's mitzvah to count weeks. Dichtiv shavah shavuot to spolach. So therefore, that's the answer. They get mad up. You do count weeks. So therefore, it, it, its measure is going to be a week. Veod hag shavuot ketiv. And I'll give you another proof. What do we call the name of the holiday? Shavuot. The name itself is the holiday of weeks. And therefore you see clearly, even if you wanted to argue, that true you count days and weeks, but the days are that you count. The main thing is the days. I'll tell you, it can't because the holiday itself is called the holiday of weeks, Shavuot. And therefore you see what? The Ikar is the Shavuot, and therefore you have a week for the Tashlumin, for the Qurban. Good? Comes the Quran says, Deber be the Ezra Yaakov Tana. Now, the Bina Ezra Yaakov is going to bring another proof. How do you know Shavuot has seven days Tashlumin? What's the proof that we brought till now? The proof we brought till now was Haga Masot, Haga Shavuot, Haga Sukkot. We compared Haga Shavuot to Haga Matzot. Just like Matzot has seven days, Kurban, so too Shavuot. Now the Gemara is going to bring an alternate interpretation. The Ber be the Ezra Yaakov Tana Amar Kera. It says, Ukratem Ubkutzrechem. Ukratem means you should call the holiday Mikrakodesh. You should sanctify the holiday. Ukratem, you're going to call it a, call it a holiday. And you're going to reap. Ubkutzrechem. Ukratem, you're going to cut the, uh, cut the wheat in the fields. So there's a holiday that's a holiday that you also do Ketzira. It's the time of the reaping. Now we know Shavuot time is really called Agakatsir, because that's the time of. Harvesting, of, of cutting, of reaping. So the Gemara says, Ezehu hag shata kore What's the holiday of the year that we call it Mikra Kodesh and it's the time of Ketzira? Have you That's got to be Shavuot time. I mean, that's the time of the year. Emat. Now, let's analyze. When are you doing the reaping? You call it Haga Ketzir. When are you doing this reaping? Idema biyom tov. Ketzira biyom tov mishari. Can't be a kogir haka katsir because you're not allowed to, you're not to reap on the holiday. That's a melacha, that's forbidden. Ela lav the tashlumin. Very good. You know when you're reaping? After Shavuot. After Shavuot? It's not Shavuot. Yes! After Shavuot, it's still going to be considered mikra kodesh. But what? You're allowed to work. So, if you're allowed to work, how is it compared to Shavuot? Because you have a tashlumin. So therefore, it's considered haka katsir because there is part of the days of Shavuot and it's permissible to do katsira. When? The Tashlumin days. So therefore, Ukratem Ukutzlechem. Call it a holiday that you're allowed to make Ketzirah. That must be not under Yom Tov per se itself, because Yom Tov itself, Melachas Asura. It must be there's a time that's called, let's say, a, a type of Shavuot that Ketzirah is permissible. What, what, what that must be talking about? The makeup days. Where it still has the status of Shavuot again, Korban, but it's Mutar to do Melachas. So we found a second source that we know that Shavuot has a makeup. So the Gemara asks, <coughs> what the Gemara says, V'afagav di'itmad rabi di'izamar v'oshaya, even though we gave it of Oshaya's reason, of Oshaya was the first reason, Haga Masot, Haga Shavuot, it's terik rabi di'izamar Yaakov, I still need the second reason over here, which I need both reasons to prove to me that Shavuot has makeup seven days. Why? 
because the only had the first answer of Ravoshiyah that compared Haga Shavot, Haga Masot, Hava Amina Matta Shlumin Shahaga Masot Asuba Asiat Malaka, after Shlumin Asirat Name Asuba Asiat Malaka. Because I could argue and say, okay, good, you want to learn it from Pesach? Just like on Pesach, during the seven days it's Asuba Asiat Malaka. Meaning, even Hola Mu'ed, there's restrictions on what type of Malaka is able to be done. So I would have said, yeah, maybe the seven days of Shavot make up also, it's like Hola Mu'ed. Just like on Pesach, the seven days of Tashlumit, the seven days make up of Shavuot, you also cannot work. That's what the Tabi Rabbi Yaakov answered. Because what does he say? No, of course, him. You're allowed to do Malaka, you're allowed to actually cut. He doesn't tell me how many days. All he tells me is that on Shavuot it's permissible to cut. And that's talking about after Yom Tov. How many days after Yom Tov? Ah, Kamashmalad Rabbi Yehizan Amar Moshayat. That's why I need Rabbi Lazar Amar Moshayat to tell me that it's a seven-day situation. So therefore, the Hadush of Rabbi Moshayat is to tell me the days. This day number seven. Ma Pesach Shavah, Av Shavuot Shavah. But if I only had that Rasha, I would say, Ma Pesach Asubi Asiyah Melacha, Av Shavuot Asubi Asiyah Melacha. The seven days. Kamashmalad Rabbi Yehizan Yaakov to tell me, no, really, I don't know how many days. It's, he just says, after Shavuot, after Yom Tov, you'll have to look at Sirah. So I know the dates from the first Rosh Hashanah, and I know the fact that you're allowed to do work from the Behezim Yaakov, and that's how he tells me that it is indeed Mutanashi, top line, Lo Yadana, Kama Yamim Yudet Tashlumin, Kama Shwad Rabbi Ayanazar, Ma Haga Masot Shema'ah, Afkan Shema'ah, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen. It should be noted that there is an interesting Yerushalmi that the Tosafot on Yudzayin Amud Yishon brings the Buddha Matheel Af'at Siri Yeshto Tashlumin. He quotes, Yerushalmi Amar Rabbi Yosef Barbun, David Met Ba'atzeret. David Amelech died on Shavuot, Vayu Koyisel Oninim. So everybody had a status of Aninut, and therefore they couldn't bring the Korban on, that they Vekribu the Mahar. And they brought the Qurban the following day. So from there you see that there was a Yad of Tashlumin. That they couldn't bring it on the first day of Shavuot. They must have brought it on the subsequent day. He says, forget about saying that uh, from there that the fact that David Amelech died on that day, they brought it the next day. Even without that, they couldn't have brought it because we know David Amelech died on Shabbat. And you can't bring the Qurban on Shabbat. It could be that uh, there's a mahluk in Yerushami that he holds that David did not die on Shabbat. So it could be a mahluk in the Babylon in Yerushami when David Amelech died. Everybody says he died on Shavuot. The question is, was it uh, Shabbat uh, that year or not?